Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things with one thing in common, the love for travel. We have a great guest lined up. Grab a drink. Stay tuned. What's going on, Travel Fam? If you ever thought about starting a podcast, check out Anchor. Anchor is free. Anchor will provide you tools to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to multiple streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need right in one app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Which is huge. So... Um, with that said, we have our next guest. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, I can't complain. Look, I'm awake, I'm alive, and I'm happy. So tell us who you are and what do you do. All right. So um, my name is India Renee. I live in Pittsburgh, PA. I am. Um, so Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> no, I'm. I can't even like have that side because I'm a Pitt Panther three times. So I got uh, my undergrad from Pitt and then I just finished two masters uh, in public health and social work at Pitt. So, but yeah, so that's why I sigh because I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> but yeah, I live in Pittsburgh um, for money. I work for the Pittsburgh Foundation as a grants uh, program manager and um, just for fulfillment, I'm a community organizer. So that's a little bit about myself. That's awesome. What kind of programs do you do in the community? Um, so I focus a lot on child and maternal health. And so um, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of this, but um, when it comes to like infant mortality and maternal mortality, Black women are more likely to die giving birth. And they're also more likely to lose an infant within the uh, first year of life. And so a lot of uh, my work revolves around uh, reproductive justice and reproductive rights, as well as uh, just advocating for child and maternal health. And so um, I'm, it's weird because in Pittsburgh, when you're a community organizer, even if you work for a community organization, you are kind of tied in, like it's such a tight knit circle. So you work with everybody. So I've, I've done work with um, the, account, uh, the Alliance for Police Accountability. I used to work for New Voices for Reproductive Justice. That's how I got my start. Um, Sisters PGH, which is an organization that um, amplifies and supports trans people in Pittsburgh. It's like there's no getting away from from the the cause in Pittsburgh for Black people anyway. <laughs> and plus, like it's crazy. Pittsburgh's a big city, but small. Where like mm-hmm. you know, you know everybody, you've seen everybody at least three or four times. Um, yeah. As you get around, so um, I actually like, I like you know, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. Um, so what got you into traveling? Um, so I talked a little bit about this in my bio, but um, I come from a very like, I wouldn't even say my family's low income, but I have a lot of siblings. So like, the amount of money that my parents made didn't really compensate for the amount of mouths they had to feed. <laughs> so our uh we didn't have a very privileged lifestyle, even though um, 
I would say we were privileged in the sense of like the people that we lived around. Like I have yeah. parents in the household. We had like a family computer and stuff like that. But like we didn't travel that much. Our our um traveling consisted of like going to Cincinnati, which was like a 45 minute drive outside my hometown. And so that was like my exposure to traveling was doing that and then going to like a couple of the little man-made beaches in Ohio. Um, that's where I'm originally from. And so when I got to college, um, it was it was pretty overwhelming coming to Pittsburgh. And uh, I was I was overwhelmed by the whiteness, <laughs> but I was also just overwhelmed by Wait, so you, you're from Cincinnati, you said? I'm from, you from Dayton, from Dayton, which is um Dayton is like South um Southwest Ohio. So I'm like from Dayton, which is like 45 minutes outside of Cincinnati. Um John Legend's from there. The Wright brothers who created the airplanes. <laughs> Paul Lawrence Dunbar, the first like published uh African American poet poet is from there. So we have talk your talk, talk your yeah. talk. Home of the funk music. Like <laughs> we got it's a nice little town, but it's predominant Dayton is predominantly black. And I went to predominantly black schools all my life. And then I come to Pitt and I was like really culture shocked. Um, but it was more so not just the whiteness of Pittsburgh and Pitt, but just meeting a lot of people who did have the opportunity to travel and had family members who or are people who are actually from different places who came to Pitt. So like there was a lot of people who are um, from Nigeria, from Kenya, and they came to Pitt. So it was just like nice being around all of those like cultures. Um, but I was still pretty poor and broke, <laughs> so I wasn't traveling too much. Um, but then I started traveling more within the United States. Um, I kind of talked to you about this a little bit, but I haven't been out the country yet, but I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I was supposed to go out the country this year, but Corona happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've I've expanded my travel over maybe like the past three years, I would say, three or four years. Um, in the United States um, and just like traveling to like New York, um, traveling to like the DMV area, traveling to like Atlanta, um, Alabama, Colorado. Um, I'm trying to think just, of, you're just exploring the states. Huh? Yeah, like I'm just, I was just hopping all over Florida, all over Florida. Um, yeah, and I think that's like one, the big thing that I've learned about traveling is that it's not actually expensive. Like I kind of um, regret in undergrad um, not traveling abroad or studying abroad. Um, I had like professors and like mentors and stuff that would tell me like, "Oh, you should do it." And in my mind, I was like, "Oh, I can't afford it." Like that was as like a low income, like first generation college student. Everything that you think about is money. So you're just like, "Oh, I can't do that. I can't even put myself in that that state to even travel." But um, in hindsight, I wish I would have really put myself out there so I could get out the country and do it on like pits time. But uh, nothing you can do about that now. <laughs> that's, that's cool. I mean, because it sounds like traveling gives you the opportunity to like really explore um, home, right? The United States is home. You know, there's so many different places that you can visit and see and experience. Um, now, with yeah. that said, being the United States is home, um, in its current time, how do you feel? traveling while black, right? How how is the current state of affairs kind of like impacting your vision of like moving around? Yeah, I think 
just in general, even like outside of the current state of affairs, but like in general, it's always, I feel like being black in America, you always have that, that, um, alertness about being black and your blackness and how your blackness is perceived. Um, I know for me, like just off the top of my head, there's been times, not recently, because I think they changed the policy, but when I first really started traveling, when I like, um, first started uh, taking planes places, I would always get stopped and they would always have to check my hair, like every time. And so I'm just like, okay, this is weird. Um, but it's something that I I knew just from talking to people or reading up on it that black women were typically like searched, especially if they had like locks. Um, black people in general, if they had locks, they usually search your hair. Um, that hasn't happened the last couple times, but I think it's because they changed the policy. But I think like stuff like that, where you just really have to think about like how you approach things. Like I could pop off and tell them like, oh yeah, this is racist. Like ain't nothing in my hair. What What's going on? Um, but it's really just like a, a matter of like, I don't know. You always, it's hard being black. It's so hard being black because you really like, there's so much anger. Like people talk about like the angry black woman, the angry black man. We have, like, we have plenty of reasons to be angry and it's like hard to express that and when people don't realize it and I think like you go to different places and you have to always keep in the back of your mind that you have to portray a certain person when you're approaching certain things if we go out to eat and we're at this restaurant we have to make sure that all of us don't get up at once to go to the restroom because they might think we might skip out on our check or oh we really need shit to think about like which museums we want to hit up and what what um attractions are going to be centered around us and i know like recently one of my friends she celebrated her birthday and she wanted to be on the beach so we went to panama and florida and it was like trump county out there everywhere and i was like it's i think that's what people don't realize is that like yeah america's one country but there's just pockets of different cultures everywhere like in panama i was the other places I've been in Florida, Panama was nothing like it. And so I'm just like, we, we go to this bre breakfast spot. They got a big picture of Trump. We go to a, a t-shirt shop. They got t-shirts that they're selling to Trump. Like, it was just like, it was like. They're unapologetic themselves. Yes. And it was like a lot of spiritual and like racial, like warfare that we couldn't even speak on because if we speak on it, then we look some type of way, you know? So. And it was hard, like, being down there and out. Like, my friends was buying stuff. I'm like, I'm not buying nothing from here. They're not getting my money. <laughs> like, I'm not supporting so, them. So, um, as for you mentioned, did you just graduate? Yeah, so I actually finished officially in August, but I finished classes in April, thank God. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. You know you did it, right? right. I did. Oh, man. I was like, so what was your degree? Oh, I have um, a master's in public health and a master's in social work. There you go. Go ahead and uh, say what you did. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of programs do you have coming up that um, you know you want people to know what's going on? Because I know you're doing a lot of community work, um, and you know people always out here willing to participate and help out. I got a couple of people on here from Pittsburgh, so. Yeah, um, 
just try to keep connected with people in the community right now. We've had a couple of demonstrations and protests in the city. Um, if you need any information on that, I can give it to you, but I'm not organizing that, but it is happening. But um, within the next couple of months, we're working on the Black Women's Health Agenda in Pittsburgh. So be on the lookout for that and the community um, events that we'll be posting. Y'all can follow me. I'll be posting about it. I'm always posting about it. Um, and on top of that, by the end of 2020, I'm hoping to have um, my own monetized page for like all the things that I do because I have a lot of skills that I haven't actually monetized yet. Um, but if you just follow me at Brown Eye Baby, that's Brown Eye underscore Baby uh, B E E. Um, follow me. I'll post my stuff in my professional page and get that monetized. So, what tips would you give, like uh, an inspired travel college on how they can maneuver the travel experience, right? Because mm -hmm. um, I mean, everybody feels like they're too broke to travel. Um, and given that you've done it, undergrad, grad, double grad, right? Yeah. Um, what's the tip you would give somebody that is interested in doing that? Um, I would say my first major trip is to actually commit. Like, that's the biggest thing. I think, like, having the commitment to go and make sure that trip happens is key. Because I think a lot of times, for me at least, um, when I was planning these trips, you know, you have 30 people who say that they want to go because I typically travel with groups, um, and that helps to make it cheaper. But, you know, like, you commit to it even if everybody else doesn't. Um, and just commit to it and make sure, you know, like, you figure out backup plans if people do drop out at the last minute because that's what they do. Um, but I think like just really like doing your research on flights. Um, my biggest like advice for real is to look into Air Affordable so you can split your flight up. Um, I feel like I before I knew about Air Affordable, I would um, try to wait until I got the money for the flight. And then I would realize that the flight got more expensive the closer it got to the, the date I wanted to leave. So what I started doing was using Air Affordable where um, you have to be approved for it, but I don't have the best credit and they approved me. So I think that everybody can get approved for it. But basically, the longer you wait out, you get on Air Affordable and they split up the payments, but your reservation is there. So I think that's been like really helpful, just being able to like budget um, instead of like putting one lump sum on a flight, you could put like maybe $100 on it that day to reserve your seat. But then... Um, yeah, and then they take payments out um, every so often. And you can put the number of payments that you want them to take, but you have to pay for it before you get on the flight. Like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So you know, plan. You... Oh, I'm sorry? Just planning. Just be a yeah. proper planner. So it is possible for you all out there to, to be a college student and plan out your trip and be able to enjoy yourself. I mean, whether it be domestically or local. So. I mean, domestically or international. So I want to thank you very much for joining. Um, I appreciate you giving us the time and really just giving your truth about how you feel about things today, all right? Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I hope you have a good day and stay safe. Be blessed. Right, thank you. Another dope conversation. Keep traveling and stay safe. Until next time, peace.